When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the 24th episode of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. I'm your host, Ben Secord. It is Friday, August 12th, 2016. (laughs) I probably should have checked the date before the show, but man, I am glad to be back. Um, uh, Obviously, with me as always is your co-host, Brandon H. Stay on target. Yes, sir. That We're going to be talking a lot about that today. Yeah, we sure are now what we got on tap for the show today. Yeah, so again, we're going to be talking Star Wars. We got uh, uh, Gareth Edwards, the director of uh, Rogue One, talks some planets in this new movie. Uh, Jimmy uh, Smith possibly makes a cameo in Rogue One. Got some uh, Lando uh, casting news for the Han Solo movie. Uh, we have uh, news on the 21 Drump Street series, some DC news, and a whole lot more. So sit back, relax. Let's talk some movies. Brandon, um, we were there was supposed to be a trailer tonight. Um, uh, sure was supposed to be a trailer. Trailer. Uh, obviously, this is Friday, but as you guys know, we record on Thursday. And the Rogue One trailer was supposed to drop tonight. Um, it... It's about 10.30 Eastern time here right now. Uh, still still no trailer. Uh, we've got the Olympics turned on, so we'll keep an eye on it during the show. Um, and, uh, you know, quickly step aside to watch it and give our review, hopefully, within, you know, the hour that we do the show. But I was hoping we'd be talking about it already. You and me both, sir. You and me both. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. Hopefully, we'll talk about it on this show. Um, but hey, we got work in the morning. You know, we we can't we can only wait so long. Um, all right. So first thing we want to talk about, as always, is this past week's box office results. Um, man, we're already a week away from Suicide Squad. You know, a week past Suicide Squad, I should say. It seems like we were just talking about our predictions for the comic book movies mm-hmm. for 2016. We're already five in. Got one more to go. Crazy how time flies. But uh, so number one, uh, Suicide Squad with 133.6 million in its first week. Jason Bourne was at number two with 22.4 million. Uh, We had Bad Moms at number three for the second week in a row with 14 million. Number four, The Secret Life of Pets with 11.5 million. And number five is Star Trek Beyond with 10 million in its third week in the box office. So, after seeing all this, Brandon, what's uh, any thoughts? No, I mean, I think we pretty much kind of called it down the line what we thought was going to happen. Uh, Suicide Squad, obviously, great opening weekend for them. Uh, $267 worldwide for the box office for the weekend. I don't know if you 
heard they said a couple of records for Monday and Tuesday box office release. Monday they beat Guardians of the Galaxy, which was at eleven point seven million. They beat that record, and according to Box Office Mojo, they just passed Captain America, Age of Ultron, and Batman vs Superman on Tuesday, earning fourteen point two million. Only thing going on with that though is, despite you know good box office for the week, uh, they're estimating that it's supposed to drop sixty one percent, which is going to be roughly 51 to 54 million they're predicting for the weekend so even though it's good for right now it's still not boding well for the longevity of the film so right and those records are for the month of august uh so yeah it was the highest opening for the month of august and i'm not sure i think you specified it but i just wanted to make sure people knew that um but yeah i mean it's it's you know first week yeah it made a lot of money but yeah it'll be interesting to see next week i think next week will really be the telling uh aspect of it um because we'll see what the what the drop is i mean if it's more than 50 percent drop um i'd say they it's a disappointment uh so we'll we'll see how that goes uh again uh, it seems like there's an animated movie in the top five all year um yeah pretty crazy there with secret life of pets yeah bad moms is holding strong uh with just a 41 percent drop still has that 14 million 50 million uh total so on a 20 million dollar budget so yeah that's that's doing very well i still need to check that out um but uh but yeah star trek i mean that's kind of not doing so well i mean only 127 million three weeks in hundred and eighty five million dollar budget, but again that's domestic, so Yeah. Obviously Star Trek is big worldwide, so we'll see what the final numbers are there. Alright, so yeah, we'll get into the box office a little later, uh, with our predictions for next week. Um uh, but let's talk some Star Wars. Um Gareth Edwards, the director of the new Rogue One Star Wars story, mm-hmm. uh talked to Entertainment Weekly. I believe, yeah, Entertainment Weekly, uh, and he, he gave more uh, clarification and more details on the planet Jeddah, uh, which is a tropical planet, which we see in the movie's poster, you know, you see there on the beach, um, and the stormtroopers walking through the water. If you haven't had a chance to see that, definitely check out uh, pictures of it online. Definitely looks really cool. But yeah, that's the planet called Jeddah, um, and this is what Edwards has to say on it. Uh, quote, It's a place where people who believe in the Force would go on a pilgrimage. It was essentially taken over by the Empire. It's an occupied territory for reasons we probably can't reveal. There's something very important in Jeddah that serves both in the Jedi and the Empire. It felt very much like something we could relate to in the real world. Um... So with that said, uh, the, even the Entertainment Weekly writer, uh, you know, speculated that this could be where kyber crystals are held, which are what, you know, the uh, uh, natural resource that actually uh, makes um, lightsabers. Light, thank you, lightsabers, um, as well as weapons of mass destruction for ancient Sith. Uh, let's see here. I mean, obviously, there's other theories out there, but I mean, that's the main one. But Edwards continues to say, uh, within Jeddah, even though 
uh, there's the oppressive foot of the Empire hanging over them. There's a resistance that won't give up, and our characters have to go and meet people there to try and secure a person from this group. Um, let's see here. just want to make sure I get all of his quote, uh, and then we'll talk about it. Um, it would seem... The article goes on to say from Collider says it would seem that this person is uh, Charette Imwi, who's played by D- Donnie Yen, a blind non-Jedi warrior monk of sorts. Uh, we've seen him fighting stormtroopers in the trailer. Um, and Ka- uh, Pre- Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy even says he very much still believes in everything the Jedi were about. Uh, and then uh, finally, uh, the last quote from Edwards is uh, the force is basically in Star Wars like a religion and they're losing their faith in the period that we start the movie we were trying to find a physical location we could go that would speak to the themes of losing your faith and the choice between letting the Empire win or evil win and good prevailing it got embodied in this place we called Jeddah and I hope I'm pronouncing that right I don't know if it's Jeddah or Jedha but anyways but uh, Brandon what, uh, what do you think about this new planet or Jedha, or Jedha. Uh, God, I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, very cool concept. Um, definitely digging it. That that's that's an awesome. I didn't really even hear that article until you just read. It. It's been a busy week for me, but awesome concept. I like it a lot, actually. Um, what a cool setup. I mean, if yeah. you really come to think about it, I mean, a planet where it it serves purposes for both the Sith and the Jedi, or right. if you want to say the Empire Sith, same thing, but. I mean, that makes it so much more of a high-stakes thing uh, for the movie, I think. I feel like if that's where crystals are from and things of that nature, man, that's going to be awesome to see on the, on the screen. Um, maybe we'll have some further tie-in, you know, like with uh, Episode 8, they mention it, maybe to tie it all in the same universe, who knows. But, no, I think that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see this play out on film. Yeah, I agree. I love the setting, you know, the the awesome landscape of everything, just the look. I love that shot of the uh the stormtroopers walking through the water. That just it's like star it, you know, it, obviously it's Star Wars because you got the old school stormtroopers, but it's just like a new feel to it. Yeah. Like it's 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 I love it. Um and then uh but yeah, it's very interesting to think that there will be kyber crystals involved finally in a movie. I mean, we've always heard about these kyber crystals, you know, in books and comic books and things like that. It's just never been in an actual movie. So that'll be cool, you know, once that's explored, which, I mean, I, I got you got to think that it is. And actually, I think it's been confirmed. Uh, this might be a little bit of a spoiler, but that Donnie Yen I spoke about, um, the day after this uh, piece came out, he said... <laughs> I don't know if he was supposed to reveal it, but he said, yeah, that's the planet where they make the lightsabers. So <laughs> he kind of... Uh, spoiler alert. He, yeah, too late. I'm sorry. No, I said spoiler before, but... Anyways. Well, you said the spoiler alert sound, but... Oh, sorry. I, actually, I have it right here. See that spoiler alert sound? That's that. Next time, that'll play a little before it. If you can even hear it, that's very low. But anyways... Um, but yeah, I, I love the setting of this planet. Love the concept, like you said, with the the Empire and you know rebellion or you know Jedi both interested in this place. And I love how there's how they said how this uh, Donnie Yen. That's not his character name. I can't even pronounce his character's name. But yeah, he's a blind non-Jedi warrior. You know, he st- he believes in in the Force and everything. He may even use the Force, but he's not actually a Jedi. So I think that's a cool concept. Yeah, in I mean, itself. I mean, interrupt you. No, but when you think about it, 
at this point, this is in between episode three and four. Jedi pretty much been almost wiped out. So I could understand yeah. if he's able to use the Force, but not since he wasn't able to be trained. So I'm going to be interested to see if there's, like, Force. That's what I'm looking for. Like, he has some kind of use of the Force, but not yeah. necessarily developed he would be if he was a Jedi. Where right, trained. exactly. So, no, I like it. I like the whole... Like I said, I was more excited about Rogue One than Episode Seven when when I found out about both of them. To be honest with you, and yeah. Rogue One still. Yeah, I mean, the the synopsis for Rogue One is a heck of a lot more intriguing. Uh, so yeah, I, I totally get what you mean there. And then uh, I actually read the Entertainment Weekly article. This article I'm reading from Collider is just kind of a summary of it, but it even says how you know people just around the galaxy are you know, starting to lose faith in the force, you know, they're, they don't really believe it anymore just cause it's been, you know, like you said, the Jedi have been wiped out for all they know. Um, and you know, it's becoming, this is the time period where it's starting to become more legend than actual history, which is cool as well. So I hope they explore that a little more. And it also went into Mads Mikkelsen's uh, character who is playing, um, Jin, uh, the chicken, and uh, Felicity Jones is character. Um, her father, uh, how he made something that the Empire wants, and that could possibly be made of kyber crystals, which were put in the Death Star to shoot and be able to destroy planets. Because that's been in books. I don't know if it's in canon, but basically, the Death Star's canon is made of kyber crystals. Okay. Um, so that's probably why the, I would assume the empire's after it. Again, this is all speculation we don't know for sure what's going on, but yeah, I love this planet. I think it's really cool how it's a, what he calls a Jedi holy land, holy land. So very exciting stuff in the star Wars world. And we have even more, um, <laughs> this is more, this is just kind of a shorter story. Uh, and it's not really big news or a big surprise. Uh, uh, Jimmy Smits uh, confirms he has a cameo in Rogue One. What? Say what? Yeah, so Jimmy Smits uh, had small roles in Star Wars Episode 2 and Episode 3 as Bail Organa, who you know is uh, Leia's father, adoptive father. Uh, he's more so in Episode 3 towards the end where he, you know, there's you actually see the scene where he says, we'll go ahead and take care of Leia. And, uh, but yeah, he, he confirmed he will be, uh, in Rogue One, which is great because I mean, it, it falls along, you know, it, it follows the timeline very well. Continu continue, well, I came to the word, the continuity. Yeah. You know. Continuity. Continuity. Yeah. Thank you. The continuity <laughs> of the movies. Word. It's a tough word. Flows so much better when you, when you do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause, uh, it was even brought up. He was on the talk with like, uh, Ozzy Osbourne and, uh, real quick, we're going to interrupt and watch the trailer real quick and then we'll get back to this. And unpause. That was a split second to you guys, but hey, we just saw the Rogue One trailer. We're going to talk about that in just a second. We're going to talk about it actually in the exact order we were going to talk about it, so perfect timing. Um, but anyways, Jimmy Smith is going to be in Rogue One. Well, the trailer we saw. lost my train of thought. I know. Trailer, but yes. I know. Jimmy Smith. Jimmy uh, you might know him from NYPD Blue. Yes, exactly. Um, he was... The speculation started because uh, Star Wars Celebration showed like a featurette of Rogue One, just kind of behind the scenes stuff, and people thought they saw him uh, in one of the shots. And um, the talk, you know, the place he was interviewing at, 
they showed him the shot, and uh, he just kind of played it off like, oh, well, maybe. But then he did confirm, yes, he is a cameo in Rogue One. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, continuity, uh, pretty cool, wouldn't you say? I completely agree with you. Very, yeah. very cool. <laughs> totally. So, thanks for your insight, man. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, but yeah, like I said, that was just a quick story. I just wanted to go over. So yeah, the Bail, Bail Organa, which it makes sense. Uh, um, Man, yeah, falling right in. It's exactly, a movie line. So. Exactly. And, and, they didn't and, die until uh, A New Hope, right? That the, He destroyed the planet yeah, with well, their parents he, on A New Hope. So yeah, technically, it makes sense. As far sense. as we know, uh, I don't know if it's been confirmed that he was actually on the planet then, but... Yeah, well, you, it wasn't you're too pretty much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting because it's just cool because he was actually uh, who Leia mentioned in that famous Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi hologram thing. You know, my father. Um, wow, I'm drawing a blank what she said, but she mentions her father in it. So, so that's really cool. Um, all right, and then real quick, going to go over this, and then we'll talk about the trailer. Uh, so, uh, Lando Calrissian, remember him? Yes, I do. Do you? Hey, I can't even think of a line for him right now. <laughs> Welcome to Cloud City. <laughs> there you My go. Name's Lando. Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Something like that. Yo, hey, girl. What Leia. is he? What is he, the ladies' man? <laughs> Leia, let me kiss your hand. <laughs> Oh man. I'm trying to help you. There yes, there you go. Yeah, you're getting choked by a Wookiee. That sounds like a line. Um But anyways, Lando Calrissian, obviously everyone knows about the Han Solo spin off movie that's gonna show Han Solo's younger days. Uh currently casting circles have been given uh the young Lando the code name Chance. That's interesting. Chance, <laughs> like like ch- I, when I hear chance, I think Monopoly. What's going on right now? Yes, totally. Um, but anyways, bottom line is, it's been announced that they are currently looking for a young Lando. They're casting him right now. Auditions, everything like that. Um, some names have been floating around of who people some. think. Uh, Give me some. Donald Glover. Okay. Was, okay. I got yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, People have said uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan, but I think that's too. He's he's hey, getting too big now. I no, think. I, I, I could see him being Lando uh, <laughs> Calrissian. <laughs> and that's City. that's pretty much the only other name. Uh, the only other names I've heard. Um, but yeah, so it's been confirmed. I heard Lando is going to be in the Han Solo movie. I heard Denzel Washington. I heard Morgan Freeman. Let's, I heard Idris Elba. Yep. Uh, and uh, Kevin Hart. Warren Sapp. Yeah, Warren. And uh, Don McNabb. Antonio wow. Brown. Man, I forgot about a lot of these guys you're bringing uh, up. Jeez. What else do we got? Keenan from SNL. Don't forget about Kel, though. You know, Kel. You got Kel. Jay Farrow. He Jay can, Farrow, he's not even on SNL anymore. I know. They didn't pick up his contract, so maybe What's up with that? You know, he can do impressions. Ooh, he can wee. be Lando. What's up with that? What's <laughs> up with that? Why do you get cut? Well, that's another story, but I'm, they cut him and another dude. Uh, uh, the guy who plays Donald Trump on yes. the show. Oh man, I can't think of Hurtful. his name. Hurtful. It's gonna kill me. Uh, Taron. Um, uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh, Terrence Howard Newman. No, no, Terrence Howard. He could be no, Lando for Lando. Yeah, keep talking about Lando while I look this up. This is ridiculous because it's really bugging me. I cannot think of his name. Taron Killam. Killam. Killiam. 
Yeah, tear and kill him. Anyways, so yeah, so what do you think about young young Lando being in Han Solo? Well, it's cool. I'm excited. I like yeah. Lando. No, definitely, it's cool. I wonder if they'll show him kind of how he uh, finagles his way up to yeah. be where he's at in Cloud City. I, well, I hope they show. Um, he lost Millennium Falcon to him. Yeah, to I hope bet. I hope they show that. That would be real cool to to actually see on screen. Um, but uh, but yeah, it would also be cool. I mean, they could even explore a Lando standalone movie. You know how he rose Cloud City. They had an awesome comic of Lando. It was only like five comics long, just a short series. Definitely check that out because that shows how he was. You know, in between after he lost the Falcon and before you know Empire Strikes Back. But yeah, I mean, it's not surprising that he's in it to me. Um, but uh, but yeah. He's in it. They're casting. So we'll fill you guys in on anything we hear in regards to that. All right, Brandon. So we just watched the Rogue One trailer. Finally, finally came. Man, we've been, we thought it was going to show up uh, for Star Wars Celebration about a month ago. Never showed up. And we were wondering and wondering when the heck it's going to show up. And then a little less than a week ago, we found out it was going to air during the Olympics. And it sure did. So at about 10.30, yeah, 10.30, it it decided to show, 10.30 Eastern Time. So you Pacific folks had it uh, a little less. But uh, what were your initial thoughts on the trailer? (sighs) Where do I begin? I wish I had more time to digest it and think about it. Um, Love the music. It was definitely a slowed down version of the Imperial March, I believe is what it's called. Yeah. So kind of like a slowed down Imperial March background playing the music. Uh, Planet Jed- Jedi. 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 I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, obviously a lot of shots from that planet. Uh, looked like the Imperial base that was always talked about being on Yavin 4, uh, the moon base. Uh, looks like they had a shot. Maybe I'm thinking that's where it is, the hidden base. Um, obviously, quick glimpses of different characters in the movie, so you get like a montage of all the different characters. Obviously, they bring her to—I always forget her name. Um, Felicity the, Jones, no, not uh, Felicity Jones, but the one she has to see. She said, "We have a job." Or oh, uh, Mon Mothma. Yes, looks identical. I know, uh, it's crazy, spot on. So, yeah, just very cool, very fast-paced action scenes. Uh, very feels much like we've talked about before. A, a war movie doesn't feel like a Star Wars movie to me. Definitely more like a war movie. We saw some AT-ATs, um, some kind of new tank I've never seen. Stormtroopers driving it. Your classic X-wings, your classic Tie Fighters. Uh, looks like there's a planet they're on, maybe where it's raining a lot. Yeah. Um, possibly Tatooine. I don't know a shot of that. It looked like a very busy Tatooine-ish city. Probably not, but um. Yeah. Just, just good flow, good flow. Uh, the 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 awesome couple awesome shots for me in the movie or the trailer. They slowly have a death, a star destroyer, just driving by, and it's like as the shadows going across the screen, it's un it's un it's uh, slowly showing the Death Star come you know come out. Right. Uh, that was a cool shot, and then it shows like the final piece getting set, and um. That and then the the kicker for me, man. At the end, I know I'm just probably gonna steal all your thunder, but yeah. I'm sure you have better stuff than I do. But very in clip, my dude, the man in black himself, 
Darth Vader just staring at a screen. Um, oh man, yeah. It looked like like it almost I just looked got like chills. The, it almost looked like the plans. Remember when they were setting off the Death Star and it was like yep. the, like how close it would. Yeah. It looked like he was looking like at a map like that. So. Oh um, man. That that was like yep. Like check. Yes. No. Yeah. I mean, you nailed everything right there. Um, yeah. Would I have wanted to see more Vart Vader? Yes, but I'm kind of glad that they didn't. You know, save it for the movie. We. I mean, it's not. Especially don't you know. Don't show us a lot of Vader in the trailer, and he's not in the movie a lot, just like how Joker well, was. <laughs> you literally, I was about to ask you that. Do you think we're going to get the same? Yeah. I mean, because obviously we know there's going to be another trailer. You know, before Rogue One comes out, there's probably going to be a more lengthy one, more details. I assume we'll get another glimpse of Vader before the movie comes out uh, in a trailer. But I hope not too much because I, I like that they just because it literally was just a, a split. Like, I don't even know if it was a full second that they showed him. It, uh, just enough to see the back of his yep. helmet and him staring at a map. Yep. And you heard his breathing, but it wasn't like the you didn't hear the full, you know, breathing. But anyways, uh, that's the end of the trailer. But yeah, how I felt about the whole trailer. Um, it was good. Um, started off with the. Uh, Jin, I keep wanting to call her Jin Solo. Um, I don't know why I can't think of her her full name, but yeah. Anyways, Jin, uh, Felicity Jones' character, starts off with her. Uh, looks like she was just arrested. Um, should we really uncuff her? You know things like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you kind of get a feel for how you know where she is in her situation uh, i would assume i don't seem like she's maybe some sort of smuggler or something like that that's that's what i would assume but uh but yeah like you said it was very fast paced it was very boom 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 um they just showed just a bunch of clips in a row which you know is typical with trailers but i don't know i kind of wanted to see more of a story outline like they didn't really like if you didn't know anything about Star Wars, like they didn't really explain what the movie was totally about. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean overall, great trailer. Love the shots of like you said the Star Destroyer, real cool shots. Didn't look CGI like it looked like the old school, you know, Star Destroyers how they used models behind you know green screens uh, back in the day, back in the seventies. So that looked real cool. That was a cool shot of the uh, Death Star actually like upside down. Uh, with the the actual blaster like at the bottom did you notice that no I really no. yeah it was like at the bottom of the because usually you always see it at the top of the of the sphere but yeah it was at the bottom of this one um i love the shot of when the deaths the uh tie fighter slowly creeps up on uh, uh felicity jones when she's running yeah, across that, that bridge it's like a tie fighter in daylight just slowly <laughs> going up to her that was real cool um but yeah overall decent trailer um i i guess i was a little underwhelmed i i, I don't know what I, I don't really know what i expected but just wanted a little more star wars feel but i i, th- I really think that just the vader shot at the end makes up for the rest of the trailer that was real cool like i said i would i have wanted to see more vader yeah but at the same time i'm kind of glad they're they're holding back on that um that how that was real cool um i cool i guess is my adjective today um it was real neat when they uh the blind guy donnie yen character um 
when the blind guy one second i'm trying to fix this what's this noise going on here bear with me a moment there we go uh when he just took out all the they didn't show it but they just he was stormtroopers were standing around him he had that staff and then the next shot all the stormtroopers are on the ground <laughs> so that was cool what'd you think about that that was yeah did he say something about the force I, yeah you I, yeah i wish i knew the exact line but yeah, yeah i think he dropped some kind of force reference yeah in it. um like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if he knows the Force, can use it to a degree, but since he was not properly trained, he doesn't know the full yeah. Yeah, power like, I of mean, what he has. Like I said, there can be Force users just and not be Jedis, just like there can be Dark Force users who aren't Sith, uh, is, technically. Um, is Finn. Is Finn what? Oh, is Finn a Force user? No. Well, not that we know of yet. He didn't use the Force at all. I mean, I, I go back to him being able to last more more time than he should have against. But when you think about it, that uh, stormtrooper who uh, called him traitor and then fought with him, obviously those stormtroopers have experience in uh, fighting with some sort of staff or but or whatever think, it is. Don't you think what's his name should have absolutely destroyed him? As yes, much as he's been trained. But look how injured he was. He got. They specifically showed how powerful that gun was in the movie before uh, Kylo Ren got shot by it. Then he got shot by it, so he was very hurt. He was nowhere near a hundred percent. He probably wasn't even near fifty percent. So I mean, that's my thinking on it. So if you think of it that way, don't you see how he might hold his own? He has training in that sort of combat. Plus, Kylo Ren is very much. We'll, we'll use a force. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because, man, I've been wanting to tell someone that forever. Um, but yeah, great, good trailer. I'm glad we finally got you know a trailer or you know a full trailer before it was just a quote unquote teaser. Seemed like the same length to me, but uh, the shots of Forrest Whitaker were cool. Uh, it seems like he's going to kind of be like the more uh, uh, philosophical, like um, not a, like an Obi-Wan, like, a, you know, the the older, the wise uh, character. Who, mentor. Yes, mentor. Thank you. The mentor who kind of, you know, helps Jin. Man, I, I keep meaning to look this up and I get sidetracked. Jin. It's not Jin Solo. It's not Jin Solo. Jin Rogue One. You can uh, go ahead and talk. Jin Urso. Thank you. Thank you, Internet, for letting me know who that is. But anyways, uh, I mean, cool trailer. Yeah. yeah. Like like you said, it's definitely warlike. Like, it seems like a war film with a Star Wars theme. Um, it, there were points where I'm like, man, this doesn't really feel like Star Wars, but putting Darth Vader in there fixes everything. Again, it's a Star Wars story; doesn't have to be totally like Star Wars. Just it's in that universe. Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. Totally. Don't ask me questions. For sure. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it for Star Wars. Do you have anything else to say about... Uh, no, just if you get a chance, you haven't seen it yet, YouTube it, Google search that beast, and uh, watch it. Yeah, watch you, it for yourself. If you haven't seen it and you're listening to us, uh, spoiler, spoiler alert, Vader's at the end. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, would you have wanted to see more Vader? Or are you happy with happy what with they what show? I saw. Yeah. I'm happy with what I saw. Yeah, you know you don't you don't want the whole Jared Leto slash Joker effect where you, you, you as a fan think there's going to be more of somebody in the movie because of the trailer when yeah I really just go in there and not know. I actually I did watch the uh, the the like crappy quality leaked version of the trailer um, back at celeb what they showed at Celebration. It's definitely different. Uh, than that one because in that one they actually show a long shot of vader like his whole body and they like slowly zoom in not like they don't zoom in all the way you know as close as we saw but yeah they slowly zoom in and then they go you know and then it's over so we definitely saw a different one than they saw um all right so yeah that's that's star wars talk for you Let's go on to non-Star Wars and non-comic book movie news. It's a, mm, that's a rarity that's for a us. Rarity. What do you got, sir? Uh, this guy right oh here my is... Chip Lollipop. Uh, so there's going to be a Curious George live action movie. So there's that. What do you think about that? <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, but yeah. Anyways, you brought my mellow down. That's I was. Just, that's what I was just pointing out. Anyways, Curious George. Remember that book? Curious George, the curious little monkey. Curious George, he is very curious. That's the curious thing. George. You're so curious. Yeah. Why do you have a banana and a gun? These are curious George, the curious little monkey. <laughs> banana. <laughs> curious George. Why did you just shoot the man in the yellow hat? Curious George, the curious little monkey. That has to. They have to make this adult now. That would be amazing. That, and they have to. Yeah. They let's do that. Don't even need to talk about this now, but uh, that and that has to be at least be the theme song. I mean, come on. But anyways, back back to serious talk, guys. This is serious. Uh, Curious George live action movie. I guess it was announced a while ago. Um, it has a director. Why did we even bring this story up? Who's the director? Uh, well, because people be... have kids. I know, I know. You know, like yourself, uh, I'm sure you'll be tagging I just, along your I should your group. have prepared more for it because uh, I forgot that... I thought it was news that there's going to be a live-action uh, Curious George movie, but actually it's been announced for a little while. We've known this. Um, but anyways, the director for it is going to be... And names have been floating around. And it's executive produced by Ron Howard, Brian Grazer, David Kirshner, John Shapiro, and Erica Huggins. But anyways, the director of Shrek, the Shrek movies, um, has been announced as the director. Um, he also directed uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Okay. Um, and it's Andrew Adamson. So, uh, Chronicles of Narnia, you're... You are familiar. Yes, I am. You're a, you're a fan of that. I am. So, I and mean, director of that is director yeah. of this. Well, well, while you're on that real quick, I'm going to throw something in there that you didn't even have on the plot. But look for more Chronicles of Narnia movies coming out. They're going to reboot. Not necessarily reboot. They're going to continue the franchise starting from the Silver silver Chair. Um, new cast. All that stuff brand new, but... Yes, look for that. That's coming out real soon. There should be some announcements going forward, moving forward with 
with that. Beat you. Anyways, um, it, it's not confirmed whether or not this is uh, CG. You know, the the monkey George is going to be uh, CGI or an actual animal. I mean, what would you what what would you rather see? CGI? Really? Because I don't want the monkey to rip off one of the actor's eyes or fingers. <laughs> That's what you're worried about. Have, haven't you seen uh, Dunstan Checks In with the orangutan and the boy who lives with his father yeah, at a hotel? Yeah, critically scarred one of the crew members <laughs> during Did the movie. He? You don't say. Um, yeah, I, I assume they're going to do CGI. I mean, Everybody else will be real except for Curious George. Yes, When he's grabbing exactly. knives and weapons of that sort off the kitchen table. Totally. That's what I was thinking. Um, but, yeah, good good directors behind it. So we'll let you guys know if we have any more news on that. Uh, another news story um, in regards to something we've talked about uh, on several shows is the Jump Street Men in Black crossover movie. Well, guess what, Brandon? Guess what? What? It's unlikely to happen. Looks like it. It may not happen. Uh, Jonah Till Till? tells the Toronto Sun via The Hollywood Reporter that the film is unlikely to happen. He says, quote, I had the idea, but I doubt that movie will ever get made. They're trying to make all the deals, but it's kind of impossible with all the Men in Black stuff. The Jump Street films were so fun to make, and the whole joke of them was they were making fun of remakes and sequels and reboots, and then now it's become a giant sequel reboot. It's almost become what we were making fun of, and it's hard to maintain that joke when it's so high stakes. So, um, yeah, uh we thought this was a, a go. We thought this was confirmed that it was happening, but it looks like it's it's not so much. And it looks like Jonah Hill is really not that. You know, he it sounds like he even had the idea of it, uh, but now he's not so interested because it's not really. They were making fun of that sort of thing, and now they're becoming that sort of thing mm-hmm. I mean, what are your thoughts on his comments my thoughts, thoughts are he probably listened to our podcast oh absolutely that's a us, given heard us uh you know pretty much destroying that's that. a given um to me that never really made sense i know everything is about universe building and let's see what we can cross with this uh no i was not really a big fan of it i mean obviously i didn't think will smith tommy lee jones those guys would come back for something like that um I would love to see another Jump Street movie yeah, by itself now with Men in Black. So I'm actually, this news is, I'm okay with it. I don't really have anything bad to say. It's kind of like great for me. It's good stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, so. Yeah, I mean, because it was, I think it was set up to, to where there was going to be a 23 Jump Street and then it was turning into the Men in Black uh, crossover. But like you said, yeah, I mean, I hope there at least is a 23 Jump Street. Um. Like I said, I was on I was on the fence of this to begin with. I then sort of warmed up to the idea, but you know, it is what it is. It 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 is a silly idea. You know why why cross over all these uh, series and why 
make universes out of everything. You know, there's really does it does it really need to happen? Um, so well, we'll see. I mean, he he says it's unlikely to happen. Doesn't mean it won't happen, but I think it won't happen at this point. Um, especially as more time goes on. But I mean, it seems like he had you know he said he had fun making them. I I, I assume he would do it. It just seems like he's a little, uh, you know, negative about it. But anyways, we'll we'll see what happens. As always, we'll give you guys more as the story develops. Um, did you? By speaking of Jonah Hill, I, I saw this thing online of uh, uh, him running into Leo DiCaprio on the streets. Um, somehow the paparazzi caught it all, but Leo saw Jonah from afar and like pretended he was like a crazy fan and like ran up to him with his phone and like scared the crap out of Jonah and then they gave each other this big hug when Jonah realized it was him. It's pretty funny. Definitely check it out. Um did you did you see it? No. No, I have not seen it. He's just staring at me. But yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh so yeah, cuz they obviously worked together for Wolf of Wall Street, so looks like they maintained their friendship. Check out the hug. The hug is like it's it's intense. It is intense, man. I tell you, man. I tell you. What's intense is how much you studied them hugging. But go- hey, you know. But hey, whatever. Who am I? Whatever who floats my boat. Who right? am I? Who are you exactly? I don't know. I'm curious, George, the curious little monkey. All right, it's Brandon's turn for bringing up news stories. What's nope. uh No. Okay. I refuse. What's uh? How have you been watching the Olympics at all? Uh, I'll turn it in here and there. Yeah. Oh, Michael Phelps is just cleaning house. I know, man. Yeah, he just took over that gold medal. He was like, give me it, and he just took it. That's one incredibly shaped human being. Oh, my goodness. Man. Like I, like I told you earlier, I could look like that if I wanted to. It's just like, you know, who who needs it? You know? Who needs it? You know, I'd, you know, Taco Bell, McDonald's, that's good. But it, as I was telling you... He can eat anything he wants. He burns it all off. Yep. Anyways, and he, he eats an absurd amount of calories from what I read. But speaking of people that are in amazing shape. Oh, we're going to go back to movies now? Speaking of people that are in amazing shape. Sorry. Uh, this guy is just being plain rude. It's okay. It's okay. I know it's okay, but I don't like it. Um, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. Well, my friends, uh, he put out a Instagram post this week. Ben, what do you what do you, what do you think was a positive <laughs> message? What do you what do you think was happening? That uh, uh, you putting it like that, I'm gonna say. I mean, seeing that it's The Rock, I'm gonna say positive. Well, my friend, you would be wrong. Uh, apparently, while filming this week, something went down on the set. Uh, the Rock posted this on his Instagram. I'm gonna just scan through the bigger parts, but I'll start off with this. He said, "This is my final week of shooting Fast and the Furious Eight. There's no other franchise that gets my blood boiling more than this one. Okay, we'll skip down a little bit. My female co-stars are always amazing, and I love them. My male co-stars, however, are a different story. Some conduct themselves as stand-up men and true professionals, while others don't. That The ones that don't are chicken beep, uh, to do anything about it. Anyways, Candy, beep. when you watch this movie next April, and it seems like I'm not acting in some of the scenes and my blood is legit boiling you're right so one of his hashtags was zero tolerance for candy beep my friend that's my beep is for cussing um (laughs) thank you so you know speculation was when that came out 
Was it a publicity stunt? Well, apparently, no. It's not a publicity stunt. Uh, something happened behind the scenes, you know, and he had everybody trying to figure out who he was talking about. One of the top names that were coming up was Tyrese. Maybe him and Tyrese had a run-in. But as we, and news re- I say we, but as news reporters dug into the story, one name kept coming up. One name over and over and over and over again. And that would be Vin Diesel. Or, as he's known around Hollywood sometimes, Vendiva. Oh, uh, interesting. So apparently, him and Vin Diesel got into it over the over that week. And Vin Diesel actually responded, not directly answering The Rock, just said it was a crazy week on set. Can't wait to get home to see my little angels. And I'll talk about something later on. So he kind of just went around it. So, you know what? It, it's, it's one of those things where... When does when does acting turn into real hatred of the other actors and actresses you work with? Um, I know The Rock's a pretty intense character, and it's one of those things where I don't think I think Vin Diesel would get absolutely smashed if he really tried fighting The Rock in real life. Oh, are you kidding me? Absolutely, yeah, it would be over. In yeah, Rock would destroy him if that's what we're talking about. Um, yeah, it's just surprising to me that The Rock would go post out that. And- yeah, it must have been something really bad for him to come out and literally I w- just come out and post I, that. And I think he since took it down. I think he actually um, took it down. I don't know if his uh, publicity. Why can't I think of what they're called? Publicity representative. Anyways, told him to go down, or he just thought I'll just take it down. Because yeah, it doesn't seem like him. It seems like a positive guy. Doesn't like to get into drama. So for him to really post this, you know, seems like it, maybe it was something kind of big. Um, and Vin Diesel posting that definitely seems like it would uh, be him that he was referring to. Um, but yeah, it's definitely interesting. I'm interested to see what uh, what scenes he's talking about now. You know, if we we really do notice, you know, a difference in him uh, during that. Um, but yeah, very. Interesting. Interesting just because it made not only every pretty much news outlet, I remember I've seen that pop up on everything I was on, non-related movie sites, movie sites, they all had that story on there, so right. just thought we'd bring that up. Yes, we do do some Hollywood gossip. Yeah, that's right. Ooh, did you see what outfit he was wearing <laughs> the other day? Um, yeah, so that's pretty much our uh, Hollywood news as far as movies that are not comic book or Star Wars related. Uh, hopping right on uh, down the line, we have one Marvel news story. Wolverine 3. We know that's Hugh Jackman's last time clawing it up, coming yep. out with his claws. Well, he might not be the only actor leaving uh, the X-Men franchise after this movie. Interesting. Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart, also known as Professor X. I think he's been around for 17 years with this franchise. Right? Well, yeah. Well, however About 17 old years? X-Men I think is. Yeah, 16. Um. He was doing an interview. He spoke with ITV, and he said <clears throat> he dropped. Excuse me, he dropped a bombshell. And this is what he uh, said, and I quote: "I would imagine this is probably the end of the franchise for me. But the thing about science fiction and fantasy is that you can never, ever say it's the end. It's over. Um, you know, the, the, he he's talked about this before. You know, there's time there was rumors before he even started this podcast um, about him being done with the franchise." And he made a cameo for the the Wolverine. Is that the yeah. last? Uh, yeah. Made a cameo for that. Then he came back full fledged for X Men Days of Future Past. Um, 
I could see it. You know, Hugh Jackman, I think that's the only original character left besides Ian McKellen. Yeah, Ian McKellen, Pastor Stewart. Yeah. Because I don't know if they're going to ever make a movie with Holly Berry or James Madison or Fameek Jameson. And I think those characters are all done. You know, like, I don't think they're going to go back to that. Um, what about Rogue? And Paquin? And Paquin, yeah. I don't. I mean, I just don't know how you'd go yeah. now at this point to bring yeah, him back. It's true. That's all that money in the young actors, and you have uh, Jennifer Lawrence and those guys, yeah, Fassbender, kind yeah, of exactly. taking charge. So, what are your thoughts? You think he should hang up the wheelchair? Or are you yeah. happy with what he's done, or you want more? No, I'm obviously happy with what he's done. If he's on it more, great. If not, uh, I can understand it. I mean, he's getting up there in age. I mean, even, I hate to say it, but even studios have to think, you know, uh, if you're getting up in age, don't really want you committing to all this, you know, all these movies, you know? I mean, I bet you he's got a lot of no, sir. <laughs> yes, that that was what I was getting at. Yes, I thought is, that's is what about, you're... Is about the nose I hair. I thought that's what you were going to say. Definitely. I'm trying to see how old he actually is. He's... Is he Harrison Ford old? Yeah. Uh, wow. It's crazy though because, how, I mean, when you look at Harrison Ford, you look at him, or just look at their careers. Who do you think is older? I would say Patrick Stewart, but I think it's the other way around. Uh, it is Patrick Stewart, but not by much. Uh, actually, it actually might be by much. Yeah, Patrick Stewart is seventy six. Harrison Ford is seventy four. No. It seems. I don't know. To me, it seems like Patrick Stewart would be much older. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just crazy how. How good Harrison Ford looks, jeez! But anyways, but I mean, do you get what I'm saying? He, you know, studios have to, you know, keep that in mind, um, and kind of right around that if he is going to be committing to any more movies. But yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think this this whole franchise is. Yeah, I, I guess it doesn't need to reboot now because it does have all these younger actors and can you know maintain the. The series. Uh, they just need to sell the rights back to Marvel. Yeah, that would be cool, too. It's not going to happen. It just makes too much money for them. Exactly. But, I mean, eventually they're going to have to bring back Wolverine. Obviously, it's not going to be Hugh Jackman. So, that kind of tells me that there's going to have to be some sort of reboot. Because he's been with these younger characters, but as hit, you know, his, the age he is now. So, they can't bring a younger actor for that. It's going to have to be a reboot. Um, so, yeah, I... I understand how it could be his last. I understand. Um, yeah. What, what do you think? Uh, I mean, he's done his time. I think. Uh, sorry. I had some static in my ear. Um, he's done his time. Uh, he played the part. He was he was pretty much the only cast person that was ever unanimous amongst fans. Yeah. Anytime there's a campaign for Professor X. It was him every time. The unanimous decision. There was never a debate. Everybody always had Patrick Stewart. So I served the character justice. I think he did the character as well as you could do. And, uh, I mean, if this is the last movie, let's send him off with a bang. And it's in good hands. I mean, James McAvoy is him. He's great. It's just he's obviously not a very very old version of him. Um, But, uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that develops, and I can't wait to see the third one. I'm actually, this is the most excited I've been for a Wolverine movie, so. I concur, sir. I, do you concur? I concur. What's next? 
Well, you should have said I concur, but you know. Oh, I, nope. I, I, ah, I forget it. You ruined it. Next time. Next time. I don't know what the static is. If you guys hear it, I do apologize, but um, one moment, please. There we go. Go ahead. So we get some uh, more DC news coming this way. Um, it's been reported by the rep that for the future Aquaman movie, we were under the impression that it was going to be his brother, um, Ocean Master. Well, it's looking like it's going to be Aquaman's most famous uh, villain in his rogue gallery, which is the Black Manta. So it's looking like uh, Black Manta to be the main villain for Aquaman. Do you know anything about him? or Ah, vaguely. Was he in the cartoon? Yes, he was in the cartoon. Okay, yeah. Um still don't I, he's not a, he's not an Alanian. he has to he has a black suit with a giant with a giant uh thing that helps him breathe underwater he's a human so he can't oh right special yeah. powers but the suit increases his strength and all that other stuff i remember we were talking about that back when we were initially uh you know we brought up aquaman stuff and things like that um was he like a uh predicted uh villain I mean, that's what all the fans wanted. So it was what all the fans wanted originally, uh, Black Manta to be the main villain for the movie. You know, they tossed around Ocean Master, which kind of makes sense because with the DC animated movie, Ocean Master was the main antagonist for the movie. So yeah, uh, good news for that. I love I love Black Manta as a villain. He'll look cool visually for like the <clears throat> the costume wise. Look, it'll look visually cool to see play out on a and thing. you'd think it would be like a known actor um, yeah i mean originally and that's funny that you brought that up common was actually r- rumored to be playing black manta before suicide squad they were saying he was going to be black manta oh yeah um, he was in suicide squad yeah he was yeah. uh mr t monster t was his was his name in the movie. he was the one in the club tattoos yes oh. so he was originally uh floating around i said for black manta you know will smith's name was tossed up before to, yeah. for um black manta black manta is an african-american obviously if you're not getting the actors we're mentioning so um if he wasn't uh in black panther i'd say michael b jordan yeah, he would be. That'd be nasty. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be nasty. Uh, Idris Elba, I could see him because that's oh, like, you yeah. have to have that presence. Does he seem a little he's too in, old? He's, though, him, he's him, Dill. Oh, in, oh yeah. Universe, so wow, man, um, MCU has everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, just excited about that. Hopefully, it plays out. Like I said, it should be stunning visually on screen to see the costume. It's pretty ba. I'm shooting you a picture over there if you haven't seen it. But that's yeah, it's pretty sick. Uh, yeah, that is staying cool. on that Aquaman note, um, James Wan, who's directing an Aquaman movie, describes Aquaman as the Wolverine type in the Justice League. Uh, and it's, w- 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 he said he is kind of the Wolverine of the team of some respect. Um, he also goes on to say he's an outsider who gets pulled into this world and he doesn't and he kind of doesn't want to belong. He prided freedom above anything else. He says that he shows in two aspects of his life, as both a hero and a monarch, that kind of plays nicely into who the character is. He's a reluctant reluctant superhero. He's a reluctant king, basically, or a would-be king. So that's an interesting take they're going to approach on uh, Aquaman. He also goes on to describe how he wants him to talk. You know, it's funny, you're starting to do this, obviously they live underwater. Uh, He says he wants to have a way they talk to each other underwater, almost like in Sonic... 
uh, quality or a ping or sonar. So as they talk, it's going to sound different when yeah. they're underwater. So as everybody underwater will have like a weird uh, sonar to it. So what are your thoughts on that? First of all, the Wolverine person of the team and how uh, James wants James Wan wants them to talk and to communicate underwater. I love I love the Wolverine thing. I think that's real awesome. You know, make them a little different uh, than the other characters. Make them a little more gritty and and yeah, just like you said, reluctant, almost like an anti-hero. Um, I like that a lot. Uh, the the talking underwater being different makes a lot of sense to me. I like that as well. Um, yeah, this this just gets me more excited for Aquaman because I mean when you know. In the past, when people think of Aquaman, that is, you know, don't see him as this cool superhero. Just kind of see him as lame, you know, with his seahorse. But this is, this is a, a a new take on Aquaman. This is, you know, kind of like the new Fifty Two uh, type. Is it New Fifty Two? New Fifty Two. Yeah, New Fifty Two. The DC Comics Aquaman. Um, more gritty, more modern. You know, it, it it'll play well on screen i think but yeah that, that's i never thought of that you know how they would talk underwater but it makes a lot of sense that it would be a little different so i think that's cool well once again people look for aquaman july 27th 2018 speaking of release dates uh we have some news um it's been long rumored that there's gonna be a sequel to 2013 man of steel well it looks like that is the case, my friends. The people over at Rap are reporting that Warner Brothers has actively started developing the Man of Steel sequel. Uh, it says the untitled project is still in its infant stages, but the source added Superman is a top priority for the studio, and getting the character right for the audiences is an importance. So, you know, we have... Wow. So, yeah. Excuse This buzzing is crazy. Technical difficulties, but... um. You know, like we, we've touched on this before, DC has two uh, film slots open, October 5th, 2018, and November 1st, 2019. Um, you know, most people are, are thinking uh, the Batman Solo movie is going to be the October 5th, 2018 time slot, so that leaves 2019 for Superman. What do you think about uh, them actually developing Man of Steel 2, already putting that as one of their top priorities going forward? You like it or not? Do you want them to just get one movie right, or what? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I like it. It almost seems like a spoiler, though, uh, for people who have seen Batman v Superman. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, why it hasn't been sooner? I don't know. I mean, so if 2019—that's six years after the first one. Kind of strange, you know. Uh, but I think he does need another standalone movie, so it all makes sense. Interesting. Okay. What do you think? I mean, let's get one movie done right Okay. with the audience and the critics and get a blockbuster hit, and then let's just let's focus on one movie at a time. You've already played your hand and dealt what you're planning on releasing in the 2020. Let's just get one movie right. Yeah, exactly. Where everybody likes it. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's that's what I think they should be doing, but... It's cool, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, staying in the DC universe, our last two stories. David Ayer, multiple cuts of Suicide Squad, and he talks about the Joker, Robin, Batman fan theory. 
Uh, that being said, uh, David Ayer was talking to Empire's, uh, Empire while they're doing their podcast. He revealed that there is six or seven versions wow. of the movie, none of those being rated R. Um, he says uh, he goes on to talk about one of the one of the cuts was the members being introduced by when they're in their holding cells, just thinking of what happened, and that's how they get introduced. Uh, obviously they went with Amanda Waller introducing the characters and telling her back history. Right. Um, one of my favorite parts of this story though, you know, I'm obsessed with this Robin thing. David or Ayer confirms a popular fan theory about how Jared Luke Leto's Joker came into by that came by the shiny girl and reveals the uh, damaged tattoo, how it's connected. And I quote, this is sort of my personal thing and maybe less about a larger connection. But Joker killed Robin, and Batman basically smashes his teeth out and locks him up in Arkham Asylum. In the asylum, where Joker would have done the damage tattoo as a message to Batman, saying, You damaged me. I was so beautiful before, but now you've destroyed my face. That's where the girl comes from. So your your thoughts on that? How does that... I mean, that is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, basically confirms, yes, uh, he killed uh, Robin, which makes sense that you know, it has ha ha on Robin's costume. Uh, what does it say? Ha ha Joker jokes on you. Oh, jokes on you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's obvious right there. So, I mean, it's not really a total spoiler. Um, but yeah, I love that. It's Batman is the reason he doesn't have any teeth and he has that metal mouth, um, or metal teeth, I should say. Um, makes it more acceptable to me that he has the the metal teeth because before it was just like really why why do you got to do that but batman knocked him out yeah. i love that that's the case now and i like the damage tattoo he got it because i guess you know the way joker is and then he's almost a pretty boy and he's always changing outfits right always wearing the best so it makes sense that he would be disturbed by his face his teeth being knocked out yeah it would make a lot of sense to me actually no definitely uh Keeping in, in line with that, with Robin being killed, did you notice the Easter egg with Harley Quinn? Uh, which one? Um, during her stats. You know how each character got introduced at stats? Uh-huh. Did you catch her last stat? Uh-uh. Well, this is an Easter egg that many people didn't catch, including myself. Well... And you saw it twice, right? Yep. Did you see it the second nope. time? No? Wow. Well, according to her stats at the very end, guess what it says? Accomplice to the murder of Robin. Oh, wow. So Harley Quinn was there when... Here's a picture of Interesting. It. Harley Quinn was there when Joker killed Robin, so they are connected. Uh, as you know, Death of the Family, Harley Quinn wasn't even around uh, when that, that novel came, that uh, book was released. So they're going to tie her in even more to the Batman universe with her being wow. present uh, with the murder of Robin. And if you come to think about it, when Diablo was talking about his kids, yeah, and how he killed them. Whoa! Spoiler alert. Sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> she told him to own it. She yeah. wasn't mad that he killed him, and everybody else was affected. She was like, "Own it, own it." So it makes you think, because Robin being a kid and her obviously being there when Robin was murdered, it makes more sense her reaction to uh, Diablo. At least me personally, it makes, yeah. it, it makes it more. It makes more sense that she instead of every, everybody else was freaked out by it, her she was like, "Own it." Own that crap. Like Interesting. You killed, you killed your kids. She killed Robin, who's a teenager, you know, or or, or, or either teenager or early 20s. Right. You know, depending on how they play them, but. 
Wow. So, yeah. So yeah, when I saw it and you asked me, "Hey, is there anything with Robin in there?" I said no, but obviously there technically was. Was yeah. So it, wow, that's awesome. that's cool. Accomplice to the murder of Robin. So, yeah. I mean, at least we know. I mean, it doesn't mean she was, you know, actually beat him herself. No, she was probably but, there watching or right. helping set him up or get him in the trap or whatever. But. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. That is crazy. Yep. And that was all over. You know, I had to do a bunch. I'm like, this is probably just a trick. But I, I as soon as I typed it, Yahoo had it up. All a bunch of sites had that same article. Man, that's awesome. And it's just a random fan that caught that. Yeah, so I mean, they're, they have to explore that in this universe at some point. Just how Batman was affected by it. How, yeah, they have to explore that. that What's just <laughs> that crazy rumor that Joker is Robin? Oh, yeah. I'm glad that's been you know done. But it's just interesting to think how uh, Ben Affleck's Batman would be around a Robin, you know, a teenager. Well, well I mean, you got we're seeing Batman post Robin being yeah, murdered. Very maybe true. Maybe post Batgirl being shot. Yeah, that's a life changing event right there for you him. Know? So yeah. No, I, I yeah. His 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 first uh sidekick leaving him in disgust. Right. Um so we'll see. We'll no, see. That's that's really exciting though that they are connecting all that and yeah i like that a lot that's real cool can't wait for the solo batman movie now me too me too all right what's uh is it cutting room floor now yes and all we're right. gonna blow through these yes extremely man. fast can't believe how long this show went just on movie news well um well real quick uh brandon's gonna go over some quick topics that we're you know not gonna totally discuss just quick topics that happen throughout the week brandon what do we got well uh oh there's a music there we go. Okay. Jason Momoa. Yep, more Jason Momoa news. Uh, signed on to play the Crow in the Crow remake. Uh, movie made famous by Brandon Lee, where he was shot on set and killed. Yeah. Uh, during a freak accident. So Crazy. Uh, look for that. You know, a lot of people were attached to the movie. Tom Hiddleston, Bradley Cooper, Jack Houston, and Luke Evans were all originally attached to the movie. Turned it down. Looks like we got Jason Momoa. Fight Club director David Fincher. Apparently in talks to helm World War Z's sequel. Um, reports are indicating that Brad Pitt's reached out and is personally asking David Fincher to direct the movie. As you know, David Fincher is notorious, notoriously sequel shy. He doesn't like doing sequels. Um, but he's opening. He's open to it because of Brad Pitt. Yeah, I mean, they uh, worked together with Fight Club and Seven, so... So look for that. Originally, it was released date for tw- June 9th, 2017, but now expect, expect a delay on that. Miles Teller said he would definitely return for a Fantastic Four 2 sequel. Why in God's name he would do that? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe money. Even though in the article it directly says he wouldn't do it for money. Yeah. But um, it sounds like money. If you want to check that article out, go to JoeBlow.com to read the full interview with Miles Teller. Last but not least, the Ghostbusters reboot has officially bombed at the box office, hmm, if you didn't know that. Sequel's now unlikely. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Ghostbusters came in at $180 million globally on a $144 million budget. That's before advertising. So hook, line, and sink, they're probably lost about $70 million down the hole right Yikes. now. The only way for this to come out, uh, even break even, uh is it for to make three hundred million dollars to break even? Yikers. So that's a lot of money away. Only good thing is it hasn't it hasn't been released in Japan or Mexico yet. So still a lot of ground to make I, up. Probably you, won't happen. You got to think, you know, it not being released in China is a lot. That didn't to help. That didn't help yeah. either. So 
Um, but yeah, all right. That's pretty much our movie news for the week, and that's our show. Man, we went about as long as we did last week with our two reviews of Suicide Squad, the spoiler and non-spoiler. But uh, but yeah, we have a lot of fun talking about movies. That's why we do a podcast. Brandon, where can people find you on Twitter? At Big Papa BBcast. That's at B I G P A P P A B B C A S T. Yes, and you can find me. My name is Ben. You can find me at B C Cord B S E C O R D. You can find our shows Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Email us any questions, uh, um, suggestions, topics you want us to talk about at block, uh, BB entertainmentcast at gmail.com bb entertainment cast at gmail.com check out our blog uh, blockbuster mentality blog.wordpress.com for any movie reviews or any editorials on movie news things like that um i had a lot of fun today brandon it was nice talking movie news with you i didn't have fun with you yeah that's all right Let's go over some box office predictions for next week. We got uh, three movies coming out this week. Three bigger movies. Two of them being bigger than the third. Uh, we have Sausage Party, the new animated movie with Seth Rogen. That's uh, adult entertainment. Very adult, yes. Very adult entertainment, people. <laughs> Rated R. Um, Pete's Dragon, which I am going to try to check out this weekend. I also want to check out Sausage Party, but I'll mostly... Most likely end up seeing Pete's Dragon. And we have Florence Foster Jenkins, the new movie with Meryl Streep and Hugh, um, I, I want to say Hugh Jackman, but it's Hugh Grant. Um, where do you see the box office falling this week, Brandon? Well, you know, I sat down and wrote this out. I even wrote a little side note. Uh, oh. Oh, the Olympics are on. The Olympics are on. Well, I see... Suicide Squad, stay number one. Peach Dragon, two. Uh, Sausage Party at three. And then I'll keep Born and Bad's Mom at four and five. My, my quick note was one and two can easily be switched. Uh, it's going to be an extremely close box office. And I predict it to only be a three to eight million dollar difference between one and two. Yeah, no, I can see that. Sorry about that, folks. Went ahead and turned off the olympics noise in the background um all right so uh my top 10 list i'm gonna uh yeah i i i gotta say suicide squad is gonna be number one um i i hope it's less than a 50 percent drop off um i number two pete's dragon uh number three i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with sausage party number four I'll go Jason Bourne, and number five, I'm going to go Secret Life of Pets. Um, so, yeah, basically your list, but instead of Bad Moms, I'm going with Secret Life of Pets. So we'll see how that falls. Do Were we spot on last? Because we guessed the same thing. I don't even remember. I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's where we predicted it'll fall. I'm sure it will fall that way, more or less. Um but yeah, that's our show. Again, thanks so much for listening in, for supporting us, for talking to us on Twitter, emailing us questions, things like that. Can't wait to uh, see what happens this week in the world of movie news and, and talk about it. Uh, gonna try to, like I said, I'm gonna try to see Pete's Dragon at least and get a review for you guys. 
Uh, what? Uh, any last words, Brandon? Yes, that is how I feel about cats as well. I just like them. Curious George, the curious little monkey. And Brandon's going to take you away with the Curious George soundtrack. Uh, Guys, thanks so much for listening in. We are Blockbuster Mentality. And we will see you guys next week. Grab your popcorn, grab your snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies with Curious George. Overpriced ICs as well. <laughs> <laughs>